what's up everybody? It's your man Bevon here with We Create Music TV. And today I'm coming to you with another book review. Today, the book we're gonna be taking a look at is How I Left My Job and Made It in the Music Industry by my man, Jay Hatch. This is a fantastic book. I remember when Jay Hatch came out with it. I was one of the first to get a copy of it, signed copy of it as well from my man. He's a fantastic guy. He brings some great value in this book. And I think this book is something that all music creators, not just music producers, need to be looking at. There's advice in here for everybody when it comes to this book. So what I'm going to attempt to do in this book review, it is not going to be an exhaustive review. There are certain chapters I'm gonna look at. I think these are the ones that stood out to me the most. What I love about this book before I dive into it is the fact that it's more of a workbook. So it is very applicable to your career as a music creative because it gives you tasks, things to do. Right. So at the end of each chapter, Jay Hatch challenges you to put into practice those things that you just read. Right. He has you do a whole bunch of different things in this book. What I love about the book also is that it's 10 tips on how to do exactly what he did. You know, like when you watch TV and it talks about a product and it says results may vary. That's what this is. Results may vary based upon the time, energy and effort you put in. But in his book, he talks about 10 tips to escape the nine to five. Start living your dream with no plan B. All right, let's dive right into it. On the back of it, you can find the 10 tips that he has here. Once again, I'm not going to go through all of the different tips. I'm going to really look at the ones that spoke really to me. And I'm going to talk about the tips that he gives at the end of each of the different chapters I'm going to look at. So without further ado, let's jump right into chapter number one. Chapter number one is all about ask yourself, do I really know what I am doing? And I think that's important to take an assessment of your skill set, your abilities, your talents, your gifts to really identify. Do you truly know what it is that you are doing? What you're really getting yourself into are you fully prepared to take upon yourself the challenges that is going to take for you to be a successful music creative so in each of these different ones as i stated he gives you some practical things so in the book he talks about how he had to prepare himself he was working with drawzilla how he you know through that conversation with drawzilla drawzilla was like man you have so many different skills you need to be doing x y and z and he talks about the whole process of him quitting his job and the conversation that he had with his boss during that time, a whole bunch of other different things. But he really had to take an assessment of himself. Does he really know what he is truly doing? We all have to ask ourselves that. What I love about it is that at the end, he gives some, I think he has five tips. Yep. For this one, I'm going to give, I'm not covering all five. I'm going to give you a couple out of chapter one. The first one is whatever it is that you are about to do, you must be great at it. He used the same phrase that I use, jack of all trades, master of none. A lot of people know a lot of different things, but they don't really know how to master any of them because we don't really take the time to master. We figure out, oh, I got to do this, this, and this. But we, what we really should be doing is figure out how can we really capitalize off of this one great thing and then explode that. And then we can work on other things. What I like about this is that you must be great at it. You must put the time, energy, effort, and attention to mastering whatever that is putting that energy, putting that time into it, mastering your craft. You should always be learning. You should always finding ways to be better and better at what you are doing in regards to your 
to your craft. But I like this because you must be great at it. You must know what it is that you are trying to do and you must learn all those things, all those components to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Number two is be confident and believe in yourself. I think that goes without question. A lot of people sometimes when they get involved in things, they don't really have the confidence level to sustain them, right? They get burned out, they get burned down by certain things that take place, but you have to be confident in yourself and believe in yourself when nobody else does. And the next point I'm gonna look at is number five on here, which is build key relationships. That is super important to build these effective relationships. Relationships are everything. They're the driving force in your music career. I've talked about it in many different videos. If you are not developing sustainable relationships with people, it is not going to get you to the place or at the level or in the doors, whatever it may be that you are seeking. You have to build the relationship with other people, effective, sustainable, relationships, right? You can go watch all my other videos about how to do that effectively. I talk about it in some of the master classes. Go look that up, but that is the key that he talks about. And then at the end, he talks about write down three key relationships that you made recently that can help you to achieve your goals, right? He gets you thinking automatically in chapter one. Do you know what you are doing? Okay, let's go to chapter two because there's a bunch of chapters I want to get in without trying to make this a long video, right? So you can kind of understand the meat and then go get the book for yourself and then you could read it to its fullest. Chapter two, always see your end result. I'm always talking about this. Uh, I did a whole thing on seven habits of highly effective music creators. This is that begin with the end in mind. Think about what your end result is and then work your way backwards on how you're going to achieve it. One of the keys that he talks about in here is that it is not a sprint, it is a marathon. Why we always think this is a sprint, I don't know. It is a marathon. It's gonna take time to get you there you are not going to start off like Usain Bolt and automatically get to the finish line that fast. You have to work at it. You have to master your craft. You have to master those relationships. It's not gonna be an overnight success. There is no overnight success. What you think may be an overnight success is years and years in the making. So prepare yourself. It is not a sprint. It is a marathon, trust me. And the next point that is in here in chapter two is know the difference between urgent and important. Oh man, that is another seven habits of highly effective people key that I dropped in that as well. Make sure that you know the difference between urgent and important because not everything is urgent and not everything is important. Seven habits of highly effective music creators, I talk about something called the time matrix where I break it down in relationship to urgent, important, uh, urgent, not important, important, but not urgent, not urgent, not important, that you gotta know the difference because what you may think is urgent may not necessarily be. What you may think is important may not necessarily be. You have to take the ability to assess what really is urgent and what really is important. And that's it for those tips and always see your end result in chapter two. But once again, at the back, he asks you to identify three urgent things, three important things that you can work on and identify real quick. Chapter three is all about educating yourself. I'll skip to the tips. Number one is to invest in yourself. That goes without saying. If you wanna be successful, you have to pour money into yourself, time into yourself. You have to have those things. You have to invest in yourself. So that may be driving to another city to do a showcase. That may be paying somebody to enter into a, a performance. Whatever it may be, you have to invest in yourself 
self-promote. Nobody's going to promote you except for yourself. I mean, you can pay somebody to promote you, but you have to promote yourself 100% before anybody else does. You have to believe in yourself 100% before anybody else does. And number two is to be prepared. Kind of like, you know, the old Lion King song, be prepared. No, okay, I'm not going to sing, but you need to be prepared. That means whatever those things are that you need that you feel you don't have for to prepare yourself for that engagement with that music and r or executive, make sure you have it. Business cards, website, all your social media intact, whatever it may be, you need to have yourself prepared. He talks about it. Even something as simple as always having your phone charged and having a backup charger. Because if your phone dies, you, how can you play something for someone? How can you put a contact in your phone? So always be prepared. And the last one on here is to build a database. He mentions, you ever hear the saying, your network is your net worth. Build a database of those key relationships, those key people, those key avenues that you have ventured into that you can take, I want to say take advantage of, but you can capitalize off of because that's what you want to do with those relationships, but you need to collect them. Having a stack of business cards sitting somewhere is not a database. Create a database for yourself in Excel that allows you to keep track who they are, what they do, where you met them, the day that you met them, a couple of key points of reference about what you remember about them, uh, a link to their social media, their website, etc. That way you can have this database of all of these individuals that you have met. Okay, I'm gonna skip chapter four and I'm gonna go to chapter five, which is do not have a plan B. Because if you have a plan B, more than likely you're gonna fall back on that plan B. Well, uh, if this music thing don't work out, then I can go do this. Well, if I don't become a top line producer, then I can go do this. Do not have a plan B. If you truly want it, stick with your plan A. In the back, there's a couple, there's two that I want to cover. It says things will be tough, but you must stick with it. Things are going to be tough. You're going to hear no. You're not going to have enough money to do this. You're not going to have the right equipment at the right time. Whatever it may be, you got to stick with it. Nobody else is going to stick with it. You have to stick with it. Times are going to be tough. I love the phrase he says, when they're going to get tough, the tough eat ramen noodles, right? There's going to be days you may have to sleep on somebody's couch if that is the situation you find yourself in. Whatever it takes without compromising yourself or your, your morals. I'm all about that, not compromising yourself or your morals. You're going to have to do what it, what it takes. You may not be able to get those Jordans because you got to buy those beats. You know what I'm talking about? Keep your goals realistic. Make sure that they are attainable. I got a whole thing that talks about smart goals. Go back and look at that on how to create smart goals for yourself. Things are going to be tough and you must stick it out. Are you doing everything you can do to be great? That's tip number five in here. Are you simply just sitting around thinking that if you build it, they will come? You got to put, I always say this, right? You got to put time, energy, and effort into your career as a music creator. Nobody else is going to if you don't do it yourself. Figure out how to do it. I love what he says. Use pockets of time to research trends in your field, new technology, conferences, networking tips, marketing plans, etc. Knowledge is key. You know how I feel about that phrase. Knowledge is key. Anybody can have knowledge. Applied knowledge is key. That's just my opinion. Applied knowledge is key because now you're putting those things into into practice. I can find all the conferences in the world, but if I never pay and schedule my flights and hotel and never go to them and meet people and never have my elevator pitch down the right way, never have those five or seven key relationships of people that I want to meet, then it's not really going to matter just because I have the knowledge. So for me personally, it's applied knowledge is power. Let's go to look at number six, identify and promote your brand. You do know you are a brand, right? You do know you are a business. You're not just an artist, not just a producer, a singer, a songwriter, an engineer. You are a brand, a business. 
Number one he talks about in here is create cohesion across the board. All of your social medias should reflect your name. It should not be MC123 on Twitter and MC321 on Instagram and then your name on Facebook or whatever it may be. You need to have all your website. All of it needs to be cohesive, flat out cohesive, right? I'm using a, a Willie J Moore phrase, flat out. And you have to make sure you go back and make sure it is. You can use name checker to verify all social media accounts. I'll put a link in here somewhere. And you can go check all social media with just your name and see if they're all available and get all of those. That is an instant way to create cohesion across the board. Number two, professionalism can go a long way. Oh man, you don't know how many times I've been in this situation where people came to me unprofessionally using verbiage that I would never use and that should never be used in you know a business meeting, context, whatever the case, introduction. I'm meeting for the first time, right? I don't need for you to come up, hey, yo, man, what's good, homie? You know what I'm saying? Diner. Present yourself professionally, right? You want yourself to be taken serious, just always remember the context of who you're speaking to and the environment that you're speaking to that person in. Professionalism can go a long way. Remember, you are a business, you are a brand. You're speaking for your brand. Everything that you do and everything that you don't do speaks for your brand. And the next one on here is don't fit in. Don't be like everybody else. Don't be a copycat. Don't be a factory copycat off of somebody else. Oh, I see this particular artist doing this. So I must do the same thing too to get notoriety. Don't do the same thing that they're doing. You can take elements of what a person or a culture is doing and still put your own spin on it, your own flair on something that is uniquely you. You don't have to fit into the mold of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, don't do that. Figure out how to be you and don't figure out how to be somebody else. Okay, we're gonna go to chapter seven, which is create leverage and learning how to create leverage for yourself. And the tip in the back, number one, is to create a reason to be needed. What's your value proposition? Why do they really need you? What do you bring to the, and that's really what another one is, but what do you bring to the table? Have you really thought about what your key differentiating factors are? Do you even know what they are? Go sit down, take some time, map those out, identify what separates you from somebody else. It could be the way, you know what? I got a whole video on it. Go take a look at it. It's in our networking for music creative series. It talks about that whole thing, how to create your value proposition, which is in turn your elevator pitch. You're using those components to create that elevator pitch. Go look at that video. It talks about how to create a need or a reason to be needed. Next is number four, know the benefits of each relationship. Oh, this, you've got to know the benefits of each relationship. You have to know the parameters of how you operate in those relationships as well. Some of them are going to be business associates. Some of them are going to be actual friends, but it says everyone you meet has the potential to be a valuable relationship at some point. You don't want to just brush somebody off because they're not, oh, you're not a super well-known person. Not today but what about tomorrow? So don't just brush people off. Please know that each relationship is beneficial in some capacity. No matter how small these relationships may be, they all have the potential to be great, effective relationships. And lastly, in this chapter is follow up, which is super key. You gotta make sure you follow up. If you don't follow up, then, I mean, this is what doing what you say you're going to do. This is ensuring that you, if you told somebody, I'm gonna contact you after the conference, you have to make sure that you do, or I'm gonna send you that email. 
you have to make sure that you do, or I'm gonna make that phone call. You have to follow up. You know, when I was doing sales and more importantly, facilitating sales to sales executives and representatives in organizations, this was key. This is what made the actual sale, the follow-up. You know, I'm not interested right now. Okay, cool. You go through your little spiel about following up. If you didn't follow, sometimes a lot of people would just wait to see if you were gonna follow up. How bad you really wanted the sale. Follow-up is key. Next, chapter eight celebrate small successes, right? So he goes in here to give you some, some tips. Define what success means to you. I think that is a super important thing. Define what success means to you because success means something different to each person. To me, it could be fame, stardom, and a gazillion dollars in the bank. For you, it could be just taking care of your family and you're successful, not having to work a day job or a night job, depending on what that is. You don't have to rely upon some organizational entity to take care of you, you're taking care of yourself and your family. Whatever that may be, you need to define what success means to you. Number two is to climb the whole ladder, right? You can't, what happens if you, prime example, let's say you're trying to run up a flight of stairs, right? What happens if you skip some steps? You probably would end up falling flat on your face and falling right back down. Kind of the same thing. You must climb the whole ladder. This is not shoots and ladder. I don't know if you remember that game. You can't just, you know, soar right to the top. There are steps to this. You must climb the whole ladder. There are steps to progression that's gonna lead you from one step to the next from A to B, you can't go from A to Z, right? Once again, it is a marathon, not a sprint. And last in this chapter is pat yourself on the back. Give yourself kudos. If you achieve something, pat yourself on the back. Congratulate yourself, take yourself out to dinner. Treat yourself to ice cream. Treat yourself to uh, you know, a date with yourself. Go get some um, popcorn and sit in a the movie theater and celebrate your own victory. You must, because a lot of times most people aren't. And if you aren't celebrating your victories, who else will be celebrating those victories? So make sure that you do. Chapter nine, which is all about surround yourself with people better than you. If you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Number one, know who your staff is. Know their strengths, their opportunities. Know who they are, know their talents, their gifts. Know how to utilize them in the best capacity to help further your career, right? You have to know the ins and outs of the people that are working with you. If you think you can do it alone, you can't. You gotta have people with you on your team that are number two, they want it as bad as you do. They have to be gung-ho for your vision, your dream. They wanna see you succeed because they believe in you. They believe in you because you believe in you. If you ever show that you don't believe in yourself, then that can diminish their confidence in you. They're here to, for you. They're ride or die for you. You must be confident in yourself and be confident in the people that you have around you. If they don't want it as bad as you do, you gotta figure out they can't go with you. Like, hey, I love y'all, but you can't go with me because you're not ready for that next level. I'm ready for the next level. And if you're ready for the next level, we can go together. But if they're not, sorry, buddy, but you don't have to go by yourself. The next is to communicate properly. Communication is key. I teach communication to leaders in all various types of positions in organization. And I found that to be one of the biggest keys to success is if you can communicate properly, you have the right tone, the right intent, you are clear, concise, and direct, and you have great word choice. I've always told people you can say anything to anybody as long as you have the right tone, intent, and word choice, because you have to make it so that it is palatable for them. Oh yeah, communication is absolutely key. Practice communication. 
you know, assess your own communication. Have somebody else, yo, did I say that right? How do I come across when I communicate? Have people evaluate it. That's what a real, oh gosh, that's the realness right there. When you can have people evaluate your communication. Number 10, build it and they shall come. The tips that I wanna look at in here are number three, four, and five. Number three is to be accessible. Be there so people can contact you, be available to you, right? Don't be closed off. I love what he says in here. He says, when I started, I wanted to defy the music industry myth of success turning you Hollywood. I didn't want to be labeled that industry guy. He took time to talk to people. He loved sharing experiences via panels, video consultations, and just a call, a text, an email. He was communicating, interacting, being available and accessible. Don't just sit in your basement studio or bedroom or whatever it may be and just make beats and never speak to anybody, never go to conferences, never do anything. Number four, kind of like what they say, right? Your word is everything. If you can't keep your word, how can I trust you? Your word is everything. And he says, if you say you're going to do something, I kind of say this, if you say you're going to do something, you have to do the right thing. He said, there are a lot of scam artists. There are a lot of cutthroat wannabes out here trying to take your money because they have a so-called foot in the door. Be very careful of that. Everybody thinks they have a foot in the door. Oh, I know this person. Oh, I got a baby cousin, sister, uncle, daddy who know this person, whatever it may be. If you're gonna say something to somebody, promise something to somebody, your word is bond. So be careful and don't be afraid to fail. You, oh gosh, don't be afraid to fail. That's where your biggest growth comes from, failing over and over and over again. Look at the greats. They didn't just achieve, they failed multiple times. That's what makes people great. People don't want to fail. People don't go in with the intent to say, well, I'm gonna do this so I can fail. They want to be successful in whatever it is that they're doing, but they know that failure is a part of the learning and the progression. So don't be afraid to, to fail. You got to learn. And that's it. Those are the 10 tips, right? At least those are the tips that I covered. So make sure you pick up this book, How I Left My Job and Made It in the Music Industry. I mean, anybody in this music industry, especially in the community that I am involved in, they know Hatch, right? You probably know Hatch. You probably know what he brings to the table. You probably know the type of guy that he is. Man, I love you, Hatch. You, you are an amazing person, amazing book. Thank you for allowing me to be a recipient of it. Thank you for the kind words you put in it. Much appreciated. You know, you're my guy. Thank you once again. Oh, and the one thing I, that you get, well, I don't know if you still get it, but I got it, was this nifty little pen that you get with the book. And it talks about how I left my job, made it in the music industry, but you can use it to take notes. Why? Because there are pages in here where you're gonna, like, look at this. See, pages where you're gonna have to write. Now, I don't really like writing in books. I just got a crazy thing about writing in books. Get this book, right? You can get it on Amazon. I'll put a link in the description. Make sure you pick it up and yeah, that's it. I just wanted to provide this book overview for you. Hope you found it to be insightful. Peace.